Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Uh, we are kind of digging our way into 2022. At the time of recording this, we are kind of early to mid-February in 2022, but to me, this actually really feels like the first genuine podcast episode of the year because the previous two episodes that we have had so far have been gorgeous guest episodes. Of course, our first episode of the year was with our channeler, Emily Mearns, with the 2022 forecast. If you haven't listened to that, oh my gosh, take the time to go and do that because that was just a phenomenal episode to record. I mean, just the things that came through were like, mind-blowing. Um, and then, of course, we had the divine manifesto business genius, Rubina Ianigro. So I am just, I am feeling like, okay, now we're getting into the vibes because it's just you and me, guys, back to just you and me with a little microphone in between us so that it can record the conversation. And I had a whole bunch of different topics planned and I'm sure that as I kind of go throughout the year, I'll get to those topics and talk about them as I desire to, or maybe as the manifester that I am, I will just throw them all out the window and won't have anything to do with any of them going forward. But what really is kind of sparking my interest to talk to you about in this podcast episode is this idea of managing our re-entry after rest managing our re-entry after rest. And I'm talking about that re-entry back into the world after we have come out of a rest cycle. It feels particularly relevant right now. Uh, Certainly in my personal life, I have been going through a a much longer rest cycle than I thought. I, I went into a rest cycle kind of towards the end of last year, like late November or so. And I thought, this is only going to be a few weeks just a little one. It just feels like a teeny tiny rest cycle. And then I'm going to be straight back into this creative cycle. And uh, here we are mid-February and I'm still in the rest cycle. So there's a little manifested tidbit for you. You really genuinely never know how long your rest cycle is going to be. But um, other than that, other than just my personal experience of, of feeling like potentially this rest cycle now is coming to an end. And so it's sort of top of my mind, you know, re-entering life after this. Also, I think that it's really relevant for manifestors as we come into a new year, a new calendar year, because 
You know, the rest of society obviously gives us this really big push at the end of the calendar year. It's New Year's and it's a new year and new you and what are your New Year's resolutions and have you set out your goals yet and have you written them onto a vision board and if you don't manifest them, they won't come and now it's time to start hustling and grinding and I mean, I could go on all day with those empty platitudes, but the point is we receive a lot of social pressure to just be excited and ready and geared up for the new year. What happens if your energy is not there for it? What happens if you are a manifester in a rest cycle and you don't feel ready for a damn thing about going back into the world or into a new year, regardless of what date is sitting in front of you on your calendar? I have a sense that this is just really descriptive of the experience for a vast majority of manifestors. I'm just just pure kind of maths here, yeah? We're in a rest cycle 80% of the time, which means most of the manifestors that you meet are going to be in a rest cycle. Most of the manifestors you meet are going to be in a rest cycle. So I feel pretty safe in saying that there was quite a number of us that went through the crucial 2021 into 2022 New Year shift while in a rest cycle and not feeling any excitement and newness and freshness at all because we were still retreating and we were still resting. I feel like for myself, now that we are getting into mid-February, um, I, I am a Pisces. I'm not, again, you've probably heard this before. I'm not hugely into astrology, but I have noticed that as a Pisces, when I get up to my birthday in March, that always energetically feels like for me, the beginning of the year. And I do tend to spend kind of January and February in a bit of a lull, in a bit of a, you know, reflection time, dragging it down, feeling a bit tired, just feeling a bit frustrated that everyone's telling me to get up and get going and I'm not ready to. But come March, I'm usually pretty raring to go by that stage because then it does feel fresh and then it feels new. And heck, maybe there is some correlation between your rest cycles and your astrological cycles. (laughs) And I'm sure that somebody out there is researching it. If not, let me be the initiator and and catalyze you into doing that because I think it's an interesting topic. That is off the point. What I want to share with you is looking at some just super practical, super real ways that you can re-enter life after a rest cycle. And The reason that I want to talk about this at all is because I think that this is an area where we need some learning. This is an area that is tricky for us. It's it's not a natural skill set that we've learned. I mean, we have spent our entire lives, almost all of us, trying to be consistent sacral beings, right? So trying to show up nine to five for work and trying to consistently exercise every day and really just trying hard to fit that mold of like show up and be disciplined and be consistent and do the grind when actually we are designed to be completely atypical, right? We are designed to be completely against the current, to be out for very, very long periods of time and then to be engaged for very short, impactful, powerful periods of time. So I don't think that as manifestors, for most of us at least, we haven't actually learned the human skills required for what does it look like when we need to re-enter life? 
after those long periods away. If, if all of the narrative around us is be consistent and show up every day and do all of the things that you're meant to do, what happens to those of us who need to exit for long, long times? What happens to those of us who are not consistent by nature, who need to be away from that, that hustle and that pull and that drive and that just show up and get stuff done? How do we then show up back into all of that the moment that we're ready to? This might not be something that you've ever particularly thought about before. I mean, maybe just having this conversation now is the first time that you're thinking about it and maybe you're you're reflecting back on previous rest cycles and you're having a few aha moments as you're listening along of, oh my gosh, that's right. Like last time I came out of my rest cycle, it was really, really hard going to get back into the world. And I think that there are just some really kind of imperative pragmatic, practical human ways that we can approach this that are supportive for us so that when we are coming out of a rest cycle and when we are going back into that creative cycle, we need to understand that it's just, it's not always sunshine and pixies and hopping on the roller coaster and off you go. Sometimes you have been in a rest cycle for so long that it feels like there is a backlog of things that you need to get to. There are elements of your life that you have put on hold because it just was a bit too much to do that. And it it can feel like playing catch up then when you come back in. The beauty of it is that once you enter your creative cycle, you've got energy there, right? You usually have physical energy. You've got a lot more kind of like motivation and desire and a bit more consistency in your energy to get stuff done. But that's also mostly directed at whatever creative urge is coming through. It's not like uh, we just get this injection of, hey, I'm I'm sacral now. Like I can be I can be this great consistent adult all of a sudden. The energy that we have is designed to be directed towards whatever creative urge is coming through that has sparked that creative cycle. So there are a lot of just living things being an adult, domestic things that can still feel a bit drudgery, yeah, to to get through. I'm talking about stuff like appointments, you know, like uh, routines, doing um, chores around the house that you've left for ages, doing, you know, home repairs, organizing stuff. I find that when I'm in a rest cycle, making appointments is torture, <laughs> I hate it. Making an appointment to me feels like this surge of initiation energy that I just do not have available to me. And so, you know, making a dentist appointment for my kids, making a hairdresser appointment for myself, making an appointment to get the car serviced, all of those things feel like that is just way too much in the too hard basket. And sometimes in a rest cycle, I can just push myself along and and get them done. But other times I just leave them and I say, I will get to those when I come back into my creative cycle. I don't know what the experience is like for you. Maybe appointments feel the same. Maybe it's something different for you. There, There are things that we just put off because we're resting and we don't have the energy available to do that. But That doesn't then inherently mean that when we enter the creative cycle, all of a sudden we'll have all of the energy that we need to do all of those things that have been left discarded and left behind. 
So let's talk about this. I want to give you three tips, just three, three kind of hot tips, three areas of insight. You can take them, you can leave them, you can take one or two or however many you like, whatever resonates with you, take it, apply it, see if it helps. The first thing that I want to point out is to prioritize. Basic, right? This is adulting 101. Prioritize. Everything that you've got sitting on your list that you have left discarded from your rest cycle, and this is absolutely going to include things in business, okay? If you're a manifester out there in business, which a lot of you are, this is going to include all of those jobs like content writing or, you know, sales copy or tidying up your, you know, your online systems or getting back to those DMs or recording podcasts, whatever that may be, we leave stuff aside in business during our rest cycle because we just cannot show up every single day to get all of that stuff done. So inevitably, there's this to-do list waiting for us and they can all seem very, very, very important as though because we've left them for weeks or months, now they're even more important than they ever were before. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Things that are in our minds, behind their due date. They're already late. We've already put them off. And so the clock is ticking on those. And it can feel like uh, scrambling. It can feel like we are working against the clock to now get these things done and get back to being a reasonable business owner, get back to being a reasonable adult where we have all of our shit together and all of the things on our to-do list are done. That can make you very flighty, right? It can make you very overwhelmed, neurologically speaking, trying to approach every single task that you have as though it has equal importance is a surefire way to make your body go into a stress response. And then you really don't get anything done particularly well. Everything seems rushed and everything seems challenging and everything seems like it's it's not quite perfect or you're running out of time or any of those things. So the first point that I want to make here is to prioritize. Go through that list of tasks that you've got left over from your rest cycle and identify what are the top three that actually are really important right now? What are the top three priorities that I've got here? The remainder of the list is, do I need these? If they've been sitting on my to-do list for months while I've been resting and that's been fine, do they need to have a place here on my list now that I'm in a creative cycle? Do I have to catch up on all of these things? Do I need to go and have coffee with that friend who asked me to go four months ago, but I was resting, so I said no? Do I need to you know, create a uh, hundred Instagram reels because I saw an Instagram reel challenge while I was in my rest cycle? Do I need to scrub clean all the windows in my house because I really thought like that should get done while I was resting? You understand what I'm saying? Do I really need to do these things? Or can I wait for a time when maybe they will show themselves to be more important once again? So prioritize. Don't be afraid to cut things really ruthlessly off your list. If they manage to not be done and the world kept spinning, then maybe they can manage to be discarded and the world will keep spinning even still. The second point I want to make here is go easy on yourself. 
go easy on yourself. Simply because you have moved from a rest cycle back into a creative cycle and you are now emerging back out into the world, pretending to be, you know, a a human and fully alive and fleshed up with shiny cheeks, does not mean that that transition is going to be seamless. That transition can sometimes feel very clunky. It can feel a little bit odd. It can feel a bit off. Your your body is going through legitimate physical changes as you move from a rest cycle to a creative cycle back to a rest cycle again. You are having cellular change within the very tissues and organs of your body. You can give yourself some time to adjust to that. Just because you wake up one morning and feel like, oh, actually, now I've got this creative urge. Now I'm going to go with it. Now I've got the energy. That doesn't mean that there um, is going to be no speed bumps. It means that sometimes there are going to be some parts of that that just feel like, oof, you know, I'm, I got to adjust back into this. I got to take my way slowly back into this. I can't get through, you know, a six month to-do list in one day, just because I'm in a creative cycle. You will still find every now and then, at least, at least with your creative cycle that you get tired. It is normal to get tired in your creative cycle. Like I said, your body is actually going through a cellular shift. You have been in rest. You have been in replenishment. You have been in reflection for weeks, if not months, in some cases years. Your body is going to take a little minute to catch up. So just measure yourself. Be very, very kind to yourself and and understand that this this is not what a lot of people do. This is not necessarily an average or normal way to exist energetically in the world. So go easy on yourself and take your time. And my final tip is, you guessed it, so many out there are going to have already guessed this, it's to inform. (laughs) That dirty, dirty word that all manifestors do not want to hear, you've got to inform. You've got to be informing the people around you that are being impacted by your re-entry into the world. It is also hugely beneficial for you to just inform the universe, to just open your mouth and speak out loud to the air around you. Inform God, inform the angels, inform source, inform the universe, insert what Ever word uh, spiritually and philosophically feels correct to you here, but just inform that energetic space around you so that it can make that pathway of re-entry, that pathway of, oh, here I am, I'm back in the world now, it can make that cleaner. It can make it clearer. You can inform and say, I am re-entering. I feel like I'm still a bit tired after my rest cycle, but I'm coming back out into the world. I want things to go smoothly, right? Share your feelings, share your thoughts, share what you want, share what you don't want, share what you need, share what you don't need. Just inform. And where there are people in your life, as I said, who are going to be directly impacted by this move of energetic cycle for you, please, for the love of God, inform them. (laughs) 
because when you inform them, that gives them an opportunity to respond. I can hope that the people in your life that love you will respond in supportive ways. You might find that people respond in non-supportive ways, but sometimes that's equally as valuable because it means they're clearing themselves out. They're getting themselves out of the way. If they're not going to be supportive in the way that you have informed them that you need their support, then you can move them off that pathway so that they're not holding on to you and dragging you down. Now, this informing can look like, hey, I've got a bit more energy than what I have had the last little while, but I'm still not 100% or I'm still not up to your expectations of me. So I need you to be gentle with me. I need you to still give me space. I need to still be taking a rest in the afternoon. I need whatever it may be. I still need your support in XYZ ways, right? You can be informing people um, what support you need to initiate that creative urge that has come through that's pushed you into the creative cycle. What is it that you're initiating? I think that, you know, informing at this juncture when we go from rest back into creation, informing is kind of a, a natural part of the process anyway because you have a creative urge. That's what's pushed you into the creative cycle. So if you have a creative urge, you really need to be informing <laughs> as it is. But we can just expand the informing, right? Lavish it out a bit, stretch it, be a bit flexible with it, see how far that rubber band can go and see how much informing you can actually get done, right? See how that informing changes things for you, how it impacts those relationships that you've got with people around you and most importantly, how it impacts your own expectation of what you're doing and and what you're demanding of yourself. Please remember that when we re-enter after a rest cycle, you are still not going from tired manifester into the energy of a generator or the energy of a manifesting generator. You're still a non-sacral. You're still a manifester. And so you're never going to reach that point where, you know, you are able to to be as fast-paced and as vibrant and as energetic as what society has always told you that you should be or what you have expected for yourself to be. You are always going to go at a slower rhythm and a slower pace. You're always going to need more rest. You're always going to need more nourishment and more support for your body, even in a creative cycle even after you've already been rested and you've already been replenishing for months and months and months on end. It's okay to feel like your rest cycle made you a bit crazy, right? That it drove you a little bit mad because sometimes it does. But just be really understanding with yourself and really patient with yourself as that rest cycle finally peters out and you move back into the creative cycle because that pendulum swing can feel hard that can feel challenging it can feel really confronting and nobody expects you to be perfect nobody expects you to be perfect I am really curious about what the rest of you find uh, as you re-enter after your rest cycle. If you have any tips, you've discovered any ways to manage it really well, maybe you've got some tools or some resources or some routines or anything that you really, really love and you found it supports you, please share that. I would love you to share it on social media. You can share it anywhere you like and just tag me at the Holly Marie. I would love to see your responses, but 
let's wrap it up there because I'm in a rest cycle and I'm still tired. (laughs) That's plenty of learning for us for today. So I will see you back here next week for another episode with me digging into more of the manifestory goodness. But I hope that this episode in particular has been helpful for you. And for anybody out there who is currently coming to the end of your rest cycle and looking down the barrel of re-entering into life, tuck this episode away and just remember these little points for yourself. Thank you so much for being here as always. I cannot wait to chat to you in another episode of Hunting for Purpose, but until then, keep hunting for your purpose. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also, please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast, and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.